Hello, Ruth. Welcome to this podcast, Awareness in Motion. How are you? Hi, Angela. It's really lovely to be with you. Um, I'm good. I've just come back from my morning walk. I know for you in Australia, it's the other end of the day, but I just had a really lovely walk here in, in the UK. Which nice. Is yeah. Yeah. Here in Australia, we were just having dinner. My son's gone off to basketball. Everything was happening. Now together. So welcome. I'm really excited to dive into talking with you about what you're doing with your business, your practice, and where you've come from and where you might be heading towards and talking about your intention in how you uh, present the work that you do. Yeah, well, thank you. Well, I mean, and 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 I think um, I'll start off by saying that, of course, you know, everyone's on this journey with 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 changing and shifting and evolving in their work. But I have to very much say that, um, you know, you've been very central to um, some of the directions that I'm moving in right now. So first of all, I just want to thank you for that. Um, and yeah, so I. Um, well, maybe I'll just sort of backtrack a little bit and and uh, speak a little bit about where you know what I have been doing in my life. Um, you know, I am very much uh, a movement specialist. I sort of thinking myself actually these days as a as a movement change maker. Oh, I like that. <laughs> just <laughs> um, and. Uh, yeah, I, my 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 own personal uh, history is that I um, I was a professional dancer and um, was very wedded to this idea that to make a difference and to move well and to be the best you can be in life in terms of moving and performance, um, it needs to be mostly very painful and um, hugely effortful, uh, but in a way that didn't feel very um, growthful, actually, you know, a way where the, you, you, you may be up on stage and loving that moment, but everything behind the scenes that led up to it was not necessarily very empowering on every level and layer. Totally. We've had this conversation before. Yeah. I can totally get that coming from a dance background myself. It was all pull, push, reach harder, push harder, stretch harder. And yeah, so you, you look your best on the stage. So That's right. That's right. And of course, you know, there's a very different perhaps preparation and, 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 and uh, behind the scenes learning and studying that you might need to be doing as a professional. Of course, and I think things have very much changed, but I'm talking, you know, nearly 40 years ago now. And so things look very different. Um, and so I spent a lot of my time injured. I spent a lot of my time uh, hurting and I felt you know, physically. And I spent a lot of my time feeling pretty down on myself emotionally as well uh, and never quite feeling good enough. So that was you know, alongside all the passion and the enjoyment and, you know, the actual performing itself and, and you know, the, the, the whole creative process, which, of course, is, you know, but there was all of that buzzing away in the background. And it took me many years to sort of want to start to look at it. I think that was the bit. Mm -hmm. And I started to explore 
uh, and get more interested in, in different movement modalities, different somatic movement modalities. I got interested in yoga. I was interested in the Alexander technique. Um, I did a lot of contact improvisation and release work. And I just started to have a, a slightly different experience of what moving could be and also how how I live in my body in a different way. And then and 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 with that I also um started hearing and getting interested with about the Feldenkrais uh method of course but my first Feldenkrais lesson I actually went to was when I was still training as a dancer because I did part of my training in Israel and I absolutely I couldn't understand what was going on. I really actually was very resistant to it at that point. No. <laughs> I, I yeah. it was so counterintuitive to what I believed about learning and about yeah. you know, getting better at doing something um, and improving. So, yes, so it took me a while to sort of swing back around and think, maybe there is something here that's quite interesting. So uh, that was um, ooh, probably, you know, a good uh, 30 years ago that I started to get a little bit more curious and interested. And um, But I, I spent uh, many, many years, and I still am very much involved with yoga. Um, yes. But I would say that the having come from... Um, that sort of very virtuoso achievement orientated dance training, you know, push your body into, you know, whatever they want you to do. I was very clear when I started to get interested in yoga that I was not looking for that anymore. Mm. So, you know, for me, the yoga was very much about beginning to cultivate a practice of kindness, a, 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 mm. a practice of listening and paying attention both to myself, uh, my body. Um, and I suppose in some ways, you know, my actions in the world. Um, and so, yes, so I was always very interested in, in yoga from that, that perspective and always have been never from, you know, wrapping my leg around my neck, <laughs> um, which is, I don't mean that disrespectfully. It just was not what lit me up. <laughs> and also, I think, you know, now, um, you know, at this point in my life, I'm also very interested in how can I move in a way where I am comfortable in my body, I'm comfortable in my skin, I have options, I'm actually maybe improving the mobility I have because I can move with much more ease you know and as I move through and uh, as I age uh, which I am you know so I ask did you get interested in yoga before Feldenkrais or did they come together what what was the timeline for the interest the timeline was actually the yoga was the first step yeah um because I was still <clears throat> I would say I was still not not convinced that minimal movement and what appeared to me to be doing nothing was going to do something or anything. Also, yeah. also, I think I really felt impatient. Mm. I think I was very impatient and I think I am impatient as a person. <laughs> and so I really, you know, I, I've, I've learned 
and grown a different sense of of of, of mm-hmm. patience or noticing or looking at the process and a journey very differently over the years. Um, but it, yes, I, I and you sound and like also, me. I'm very impatient too. Yeah, but also <laughs> it's I'm just, now, isn't it? <laughs> something else that occurs to me is that it's the the the, the it's as it's also about growing a different way of listening and noticing because mm. these very what could on the face of it seem to be quite tiny shifts are so easily missed as well and yet they're so potent and can make such a big difference so i don't think my mind and my mindset was quite on board for that at that point so it was first the yoga and out of that I became interested in, you know, how can how can I, I grow a different sense of stability or a different sense of support? Um, you know, how can I find how can I spread effort and spread ease and less effort through moving? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it started first through the yoga and then. And so now, you know, Fulham Press has very, very much informed everything I do, including the yoga work I do. So you went ahead and did a professional Feldenkrais training program. And since then, um, you've been kind of melding the two or do you keep them very separate? How do you present your work now, your practice, to your the people that you're working with? Feldenkrais is very much the... Um, uh, I would say the sort of the linchpin in everything that I do and how I how I you know how I um think about you know what what I'm doing and also what life might bring. Um and the the the, the Feldenkrais principles are um I would say you could cut through the yoga and the principles would be layered through how I'm working with the yoga. Yeah. Um and uh, so that felt my, the, the, my approach to a yoga exploration is informed by Feldenkrais principles. So, for instance, you know, in, in, in a class, I would take, I might take posture and asana. And actually, I, I like to deconstruct things and, yes. you know, explore aspects of and um, with a lot of exploration, so people are exploring as well. And then we might bring it all together. So probably in a way, I would create a sort of an ATM exploration around a posture. You know, that's the sort of thing I'd like to do. Yeah. And then, you know, we, 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 we bring things together. And yeah, that, that would very much be how I'm working with, with, with yoga and all the different components and elements. In, in in a yoga practice of course um and then i i have separate to that i also have you know uh, my my awareness through movement feldenkrais classes and then my one-to-one functional integration uh practice as well yeah um and, and there is another element that what you teach you work with mothers as well don't you <laughs> Yes, that's another layer. Thank you. Another layer to my work. Um, I, for many, many years, um, actually, when I, when I, uh, I, I came to the end of my dance career, I think when I, well, after my daughter was born, and I had intended going back 
to, to dance and to perform. But something really opened up for me and took off for me. Um, and I was so lit up and so interested and drawn to the journey of pregnancy and mm. birthing and then, you know, the challenges of being a, a new parent, yes. which, you know, with all the joy and the wonderment was for me the biggest shock in the world. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't think you can ever be prepared for being on and aware and vigilant 24-7, um, you know, seven yeah. days a week um, and with no sleep. Um, yes. And, 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 you know, that's normal. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> um, yeah, but that definitely set, set me onto uh, 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 in, in a direction of wanting to support people through that journey. Mm. their journey you know yeah. and as with you know as with movement there isn't one way of doing anything there isn't a good way and a bad way right. <laughs> and so there isn't one way to be pregnant or to birth or to parent so you know but it's 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 how can you find yourself and grow and get to know yourself better and make choices that are going to be um 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 healthy choices for you and for your family unit you know whatever that might be so for everybody it's very different so and I think that's for me it's always been very much about wanting to empower and support people to make those um, choices and decisions based on knowing that their choice and their options in yeah. the same way as with moving you know when our nervous yeah has the options we've got choice so we've got more freedom there's more possibility so so it's again taking I think that metaphor into um the world and and the journey that is pregnancy and, and so I've been I I worked for many many years supporting um women and their families during pregnancy um I I was at births for a little bit as a doula but that was only for a short while and then support afterwards um and uh, um now I'm actually training teachers to be working in that field so that's so lovely. Yeah. yeah so we keep returning to Feldenkrais as a linchpin as you said for what you do in the world and I want to talk a little bit about your your exciting gift that you're going to be sharing soon. And I feel that that has, uh, you know, it has the elements of, of what we're talking about, the, the linchpin of Feldenkrais in your, your manifesto. Do you want to talk a little bit about that for the audience? This is something I've been um, pondering <laughs> for a long time. I, um, you know, at my, I would say using the metaphor of pregnancy, my pregnancies are long. <laughs> I'm due to be birthing it very shortly. And I am very I love, that. I love that you use that pregnancy as a, as the, and birthing as a <laughs> metaphor for many things. Yes, yes. <laughs> but definitely. And, and by the way, you don't have to have children to use it. You don't even have to be female to use it because there's you know we're always bringing something new into being or or you know or um 
perhaps cross, crossing a threshold into an unknown. So, you know, you can, yeah, it's something to use. The creative process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, uh, and, and, and with so much help and support from you, Angela, and so I hugely appreciate it. Um, something that I was just milling over and thinking about every so often is actually going to come into something. And, um, I, yeah, I want to, my, 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 my gift really is, is wanting to share, um, some of the, um, I would say some of the, the key, um, lifelines, often they've become lifelines for me, um, yes. around things that have really helped me and supported oh. me if it, it, it in, situations uh, or, or where I might be feeling stressed um, or overwhelmed, um, where I feel I've, I've almost lost a sense of myself in whatever life is, is throwing my way. And, and these lifelines, again, are all very much informed by Golden Christ principles. Um, and so I'm going to be uh, creating uh, 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 um, something that can help people move more into sort of affirmative action when they feel a bit stuck. Um, and that could be stuck uh, uh, both physically, but also stuck in, mentally, stuck, you know, yeah. with with uh, thoughts or or um, that, that don't really help them, that keep them perhaps rooted rather than moving forwards. So, yeah, that's what it's going to be. And I'm... Um, it's going to give away too much, but it's good. It's a download that people can, um, by the time this podcast airs, we should be able to share the, the link for people to have a look at and download the, the whatever this gift is going to be manifested as. Yes. Absolutely. So that people can actually use it now. They can download and, and uh, take a look because. I really think that what you're creating here is something that's really going to help a lot of people because we know with what's been going on in everybody's life in the last few years that people are looking for different ways to connect with themselves, to move through this um, experience and find uh skills and techniques to to help them through because I believe that the usual self-care practices are not going to work like having a walk having a bath is fantastic but it's not getting to the root cause of of what the where it's in, inside of us do you want to talk a little bit about that and what you think um around that I so if I reflect on that I think that it's very we we um we've actually become very used to being told what is a good thing and what is a bad thing you know this this will help do this do seven of these 10 times a day and you know um and of course there can there's there, there's a lot of goodness in 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 things like that of course but but what happens if actually um you are, I mean, I can think about myself personally, you know, um, if, if you, if you, in a way, if you, if you're in a situation that's sort of almost setting yourself up to fail in a way, because if you don't keep going with the seven or the 10 a day, you know, then 
you start to uh, maybe it's can set up this this thing of where you start to come down on yourself where you just think oh well what's the yes. point I'm rubbish oh, no, I didn't do it I'm I didn't a, do I'm it <laughs> yeah all that that sort of you know inner critic um chat that's going on all the time all the time and so you know and I think that that that, that life is not consistent you know we, we yes we, we we like to have rhythm and rhythm is important it's good to have routines it's good to have ritual all of that is really helpful and and and, and you know important to to have in place and yet what happens when you know, something unexpected is going on what happens you know if something happens you know uh uh I don't know, you 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 injure yourself, or what happens if you um, you know something happens in your in your life that was unexpected, and mm-hmm. you know you you lose that sense of equilibrium, and you know how can you within that that um, state, how can you actually find some sense of of a, a place from which you can get a little bit more grounded and 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 inwardly focused so that you feel you can anchor in 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 the the ebb and flow of life really in a way that isn't about now you've got to do this six times now you've got to do that seven times now at five o'clock make sure you've done that which can be absolutely fine but when life gets uh, a bit um stormy you know, in unexpected ways, how can you how can you um, find those moments or those places or the possibility to um, just almost step back for a moment and regroup and reorientate? Um, and so, this is what I'm hoping this, um, or I feel this download is going to be helpful for. And also, it's. I think I, I. I very much believe that it can help to actually calm down and turn the volume down on that inner critic voice. Mm, it's probably a big one that keeps us stuck. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those little monkeys in our mind keep us <laughs> in the storm longer than it needs to be there. Yeah, For sure. For sure, yeah, yeah, I, I, I really do believe that too. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> me too. Me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Ruth, you're part of the Movement Online Academy. Do you want to talk a little bit about um, what it's like for you inside the the community? Do you enjoy being part of the community? And uh, then I'll talk about what we're we're probably going to be introducing soon with you and a couple of others. Sure. I, 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 I absolutely love being part of the community. Um, and I, you know, the last couple of years with COVID have really, really switched things up um, in the sense that I was, I think previous to that, I was very local. I, I was very much focused on my a little tribe locally here to me in East Sussex in the UK um and um i i think i've become much more of uh, um i've really i'm thrilled actually by being able to connect and to build relationships with people interested in 
that, you know, similar things to myself and to really um, both grow friendships. Mm. I've met some wonderful people in, in the, in, you know, inside the community to learn together, Mm. to support each other um, in, which for most of us in, in situations which for most of us isn't, has meant we've, we've had to step outside of our comfort zone very much but from a place of learning and enjoyment and excitement which is very much you know fueled by you Angela um so thank you um but it's great and it's always there's always the possibility to check in and 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 ask for help um to uh, get feedback from people um as we work on and, and grow and develop ourselves in terms of the, you know, our work and our businesses and our offerings. So yeah. it's very rich. It's been a fantastic time. And, and, and the other thing just to point out is that we each move at our own pace. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we learn from each other and through each other um, and also through seeing what each one of us is creating and bringing into being. It's very special. Love it. So you've been talking about the Embodiment Business Network, the coaching program, and that's within the Movement Online Academy. And within the Movement Online Academy, everyone that's uh, been presenting in the academy, I call them the team, you're part of the team, have been sharing lessons. And coming up, I'm really looking forward to bringing yourself and a few of the other Feldenkrais practitioners that also do yoga and perhaps forming a smaller group, um, support group inside the community. So what you were talking about, breaking down the asanas and and how can Feldenkrais support your asana practice, your yoga practice, and having conversations around that. So I'm excited about that. Hopefully by the time this podcast goes to air, that may be happening or soon happening. Yeah. Yes, we're definitely um, uh, we're definitely working on that. There's been a particular person who's been away and traveling, and is now back, and we're now going to get, yeah. get that into, get that into being. Because yeah. I think it, it could it's a very exciting conversation and exploration to have. I think so because I do find a lot of my students do yoga and Pilates or they have done yoga and then um, found Feldenkrais and some of, the, some of them completely switch off from yoga, but then some like it because it supports their practice. So I think there will be a lot of people um, interested to explore that topic. Yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and, and, you know, I think that could also be interesting for somebody that isn't necessarily, hasn't necess- doesn't necessarily have yeah. a yoga practice but is just curious. Um, mm. Uh, uh, I might just like to come along and try try things out or, or yeah. listen. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, if you if you're interested, come join us in the Movement Online Academy and see what we're up to. And if you are interested to be coached by me in the Embodiment Business Network, just definitely um, reach out. So Ruth, before we wrap up, would you like to share where people can find you? I will link in the show notes to all your links. But do you have a website that you want to share? Yes, my website, you can find me at www.ruthpolden.com. And, um, yeah, do come and uh, uh, 
check check me out there and uh, do get in touch uh, if if uh, you would like or even if you just want to sort of start a conversation with me or if you have any questions about anything um if I can help and support you in any way yeah and I will say if you are in the movement online academy you can actually tag anyone so you can put the at sign and then start typing root and tag her in a post or even go and message her directly in the community so there's two ways to contact you by the website or in the community where we have more um conversations so yeah thanks so much for joining me Ruth. thank you so much angela it's been lovely to talk to you today yeah is there anything you'd like to share before we close the um I don't think so. I think I'm uh, I'm I'm good. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much. <laughs>